Welcome back to Talking Baseball. We hope you had a great 4th of July. We got test results not coming in. We got practices getting canceled, and we got a lot of news to discuss. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Talking Baseball. My name's Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. We got Trev coming to you from California. July 4th weekend is officially over. It's time to get into some baseball talk, mm-hmm. see what we missed out on. There's a lot of stuff going on. Jake, Trev, I hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. I hope you guys are excited to find out that this episode of Talking Baseball is brought to you by Spunky Girl Stitchery. Mm. Kevin King, Stefan Malone, <laughs> Stephen Milan, Joshua Doan, Doan, you think it's Doan? Mm. Doan's kind of funny. Uh, Beat Wartenweiler, John Yarber, Yarberry, and Jamie Jett. A lot of fake sounding names, but those are our most newest Patreons, so we appreciate the support. Thank you very much. They are uh, chilling, hanging out, watching live during the season. Um, that's a big thing because we go live at 10 a.m. and then it doesn't hit the, the podcast apps until after that. So if you're a Patreon member, you get to watch it live as it goes for our series recaps. Anyway, Jake, Trev, Jake, how was your 4th of July? Hello, James. Happy 6th of July. It was good, man. I was back in Connecticut, C- CT repping, uh, bounced all over the state, uh, somehow... <laughs> Had had noodle with me almost every step of the way, so it was like a, a nice little package deal. Me me and my lion just showing up over different parts of the state of Connecticut, so that was good. Um, you know, kind of got away from the baseball as much as I could, but a, a lot of this news that we're going to talk about rolling in obviously got to me. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to keep my July positivity up, and I think this is going to be the toughest week, I think. Um you know, we're going to talk about a lot of guys opting out and a lot of guys getting COVID. And it's, you know, in our little pre-show thing, we did a little bit on, you know, just talking some of the numbers and details coming out. And I said the word death rate. And anytime you mention that, like there's there's something insane going on in the world. So it's it's baseball's doing the juggling match. I'm still good. I'm still flying high. Um, and I know, uh, Trevor, you're, you're flying over there in your Russell Wilson jersey, so... Yeah, I mean, I've uh, I woke up in a bad mood, but you know, <laughs> like there are th- there are certain things that I can do when I'm in a bad mood that'll bring me out of it. Let's One of them is to put my Russ Wilson jersey on because that guy, mm. all he does is positivity. Yeah, and he's a Yankee, he's my, so you're he's a my Yankee favorite fan. I love that he's my favorite uh, NFL player. We were just talking. We were ranking quarterbacks. I have him at number two behind Patrick Mahomes, slightly ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but I will say this: I will say this. Say it. it's it's usually this works really well for me. I just all of a sudden become very positive when I put this jersey on. It's not having the same effect. I uh, had a good weekend. But a lot of this baseball news, I'm seeing a lot of people on Twitter, and I'm just getting sick of people. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at. I'm excited to discuss baseball and how they've done with the opening up of summer camp. It hasn't gone that well, obviously. Um, but I think that's to be expected. 
Uh, I'm not letting myself get upset about this or, or mean. You know, I the, can the season end? Sure, but when that happens, it'll happen. Through the labor, like, you know, we have the shirts on the store now. I survived the 2020 labor negotiations, and I'm not putting myself through the ringer again. So uh, I'm officially happy until it's over. And also, you know, we have a lot of teams, or you're referencing, is a lot of teams closing camp today and a lot of problems, and people are opting out. Uh, I think the Angels, the Astros, the Nationals, the A's, all the teams that start with A, mm. closed camp. Angels, Astros. Athletics. Athletics. Any other A names? Anyway, they all closed camp. Argonauts. <laughs> they closed camp not because they got negative test results. It's because they got no test results. So they're in a state of limbo. So that's not terrible news. It's just bad news that how did you not prepare for this? Like yeah. what happened? Can I run hot for a second? Have at it. Yes. So uh, we had the other the other breaking news today is that the schedule is supposed to come out. And they announced that they're going to be doing a schedule release show brought to you by Camping World. Uh, 6 p.m. MLB It's brought Network, to you by Camping World? I believe so. Shout um, out. Love well, Camping World. And that it is important that I said that because uh, if you'll remember during the labor negotiations, the MLB said they couldn't sell their playoff games. They said, who, who could we possibly sell our playoff games to? Um, well, if you can sell a schedule release show, you could sell playoff games. So that's the first thing I'm running hot on. The second thing I'm running hot on is the fact that they planned a schedule release show, but we still can't get tests for the players. And they we have can't tests. Get, they we don't can't have get the results. No, the one team couldn't even get tested. The, oh, yeah, the Angels, I believe. Up, they they said they show showed up. up and nobody was there. And that's, again, everything that was supposed to be discussed over this two months, three months of how we were going to do this properly and safely. And we've, you know, I understand that there's going to be some hiccups in a new process. And, you know, we have people in baseball organizations who now they just have an extra part of their job is like managing this situation. And that's brutal. I feel for those people. Um, you know, we talked to Vanika a few episodes back and, you know, a, a lot of those people involved in front offices are going to have a role in this now that wasn't a part of their job. So I understand that part of the mistake. The tests are going to an MLB facility. Um, you know, we are supposed to be running this. And that that's the part that's getting me. It's not hiccups and mistakes. Somebody did something wrong. I mean, people didn't show up in Anaheim. Two teams are just waiting for results. Like, Yeah, but you never what? know. Could have been stuck behind... A boat at an intersection that fell a off the back of the, on the trailer that happened to me one time, and I was late to work. Seems likely. Yeah. Seems likely. It was crazy. It was just a boat in the middle of the intersection. It was like, how do you get that back on the trailer? So wasn't you don't it, know what happened. Wasn't it the A's GM or the A's owner that came out because he he like gave a BS press conference and he's like, yeah, you know, we're we're just kind of wait and see, and we're on our toes. And then later that day, he came out and he's like, "No, this is at we are waiting on MLB." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, it was David they, Forrest. He's the yeah. he's the GM of the A's, and, and and like I love that you're running hot. Join me on Thanks. my parade, baby, the hot <laughs> parade. All right, I'm I running think it was, so chill. Let's march. Oh man, all right, that's fine. We need the balance. We need the balance. I think fine what you nice. said makes plenty of sense because when you really break it down. You can have as many health and safety protocols as you want. But when you're putting them in the hands of people that have no experience in that field, and just in human hands in general, humans 
will fuck things up from time to time. Mm. You know, especially in something that has this many moving parts. You know, we were so jazzed about getting baseball back. The financial part was the hardest part of the negotiations by far. And when we figured that out, we're like, you know what? They said the health and safety protocols are in place. We're ready to go. But I think all of us didn't maybe read too far into it or we needed to read more into it because now we're seeing like what happens when you have 30 different teams in 30 different locations trying to set up, uh, you know, two day testing, getting all the results. Like there's going to be hiccups. And if there's this many hiccups now and they don't fix it quickly, we are running the risk of this season just being completely shut down. And I think this week is going to be a big week for those opt-outs. We kind of talked about it like, cool, like, yeah, we're going to get guys to show up to this spring training 2.0. But if guys show up and they're like, this is a fucking disaster, they're just going to opt out. You Are know? there and still I think a lot of guys that haven't what showed seen. up yet? Well, I mean, they can opt out during. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of them have showed up already. They showed up. That's what I'm saying. They showed yeah. up. They're yeah. seeing the protocols, and they're seeing how teams are handling it. And they and I, I just – I believe this week's going to be a big week for opt-outs because guys are going to be like, this doesn't make any sense. We just had Marcakis right beforehand. But, yeah, I don't know. I'll just wait. I'll wait and see. What if all these, all these test results do come back and it's like 1%? Then that was a lot of worry for nothing. And they should shut down camps until they get the results done. Just fix that process. So I'm putting that aside for now. It, it looks shitty that they don't have the right protocols in place, but you know, MLB. Who knows the reasoning? It's it's un it's uncharted waters for literally everyone. Like to hold yes. MLBs to the fire, like how could you fuck this up? It's like there's no precedent. We didn't know the boat was gonna fall off the trailer in the middle of the intersection. You know, mm. so uh, here's a fun tidbit. Uh, Terry Francona said Francisco Lador told him, "Hey, you need to use some hand sanitizer, Tito." So he handed him some hand sanitizer, and Tito rubbed it all over his hands. It was firm grip. Mm. Oh, my God. Tito said, we almost released him on the spot. Just guys being dudes. And Tito's been using rubbing alcohol, but he hasn't gotten it off yet. So just a great Lindor prank. Just guys. Lindor's trying to get out of there. He's trying to go to the Twins. That's funny. Tito liked it. Tito Tito respected the dream. That's funny. Craig Council, on the other hand, looks like, you know, He's in the middle of a war mm-hmm. and, you know, like those, like Abraham Lincoln during the war photos. And he's like, I'm not even thinking about, <laughs> did you see this quote? I mean, he looks so, oh, here it is. Here it is. Hold on. I need he's, to see a photo of this. Abraham Lincoln. Did Abraham Lincoln fight in any wars? Uh, no, I meant he was the president during the Civil War. Brewers manager Craig Council said the season is not on my radar right now. Council says... Keeping everyone safe and healthy is the first priority. Look how beat up he looks. He looks worn down. Yeah, he's so got, me. He's got like sleepy hair. Yeah, yeah, it could just be sleepy. He's just, it's like, but even hair. his posture and stuff, it just looks like, like he's not into it. He looks worn out. Looks worn out. Um, council president. <laughs> council in early. Uh, Early candidate for manager of the year, though, he uh, in the Brewers' first practice, he had all the guys' families on Zoom on the big screen in, in the Brewers' stadium. So That's really cool. Yeah, I, I knew you'd like that. Family man. That's nice. 
don't so, know if I would like that, to be honest. You'd be like, it's a little weird. A little weird. A little weird. Get my wife off the jumbotron. Yeah. Well, it'd be weird if the wives were just watching, but I would hope it was mostly the kids. It's families. Where's daddy? Families. No, nah, that's a cool thing. I think council, everyone really respects him. Yeah. We got a lot of other news, Trev. So do we want to do opt-outs and stuff first since we're on there? Then there's some funny stories I got here. Um, you know, well, a lot of people I, what, tested positive. What? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's talk about the, tw- the text message I sent you. Okay. Get, let's get the doom and gloom out of the way because I don't want to talk about that the whole time. And I, I do want to bring that text message up. Like a Band-Aid. This like a Band-Aid. Just rip it off. Because we do need to be realistic about this. I really, really, really want this season to happen. I know you guys do too. Anyone listening to this damn podcast wants the season to happen. But we're I'm getting I'm getting texts and I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna scare you and then we'll move on. That's okay. it. Testing not going well. Teams haven't gotten the results a week later, players had it who are practicing. That's bad news. Not here, but with other teams. I feel like they could shut it all down soon. At least that's what we're hearing. That's a scary text. I mean, my response to that is, duh. Mm. Did you not think players were going to have it and not, and, and like, duh. Well, no, because that's part of the risk. Players are going to be practicing with it. Then they're going to find out they had it the next day. And you'll be like, shit, you were practicing yesterday. And then they go in lockdown. Like, that's the whole situation to think that that's not going to happen or guys aren't going to test positive means that some of these players went into this training camp like as naive as could possibly be that was the risk going in trev i think i think i think what this guy is trying to say is you know they screen they wanted they screened everybody before you could practice you had to test negative and then players were practicing who hadn't got their test back again like you're continuously being tested and if you're not getting your test results back you shouldn't be out there practicing I understand that, and that's why they shut down the practices today to stop that from happening to make sure everyone gets the results. So yeah, but, you have to rely but, on organizations to take I mean, that press. If do you that. want, if you want to go into the actual nitty gritty, none of it makes sense. They get so they're going to get their test results back from a week ago and I be agree. like, okay, we're free now. Go practice. No, dude, you just spent seven days doing stuff. You could have, you know what I mean. So like, if you really think about it. That was a concern this entire time. So to th- to not understand that, like, of course it's not stick the thing in your brain, find out you don't have it, play three innings, stick the thing in your brain. Like, there was always a delay from taking the test to finding the results. It's not supposed to be a week, but it's not instantaneous. So if players are opting out now, why'd you even play? That That was known from the start. Like, to think that... No one was going to have it. No one was going to test negative after playing a day. Like, obviously. And maybe that's why it was stupid from the start. But, like, to write, I understand it's scary. But how to be, like, blindsided by it, obviously that was how this was going to work. It's not instantaneous. It's not spit on a piece of paper. If it turns red, you have it. it turns green, you don't. I wish it was that way. I, I wish I, so, I too. But you, cool. but you know what I'm saying? Like, they went into that knowing all this. Yeah, I agree with that. I think everyone is smart enough to understand that's going to go on. But when you're faced with it... Yeah, it's different when you come face-to-face. And it's right there. You're like, holy shit. Like, You know, and and we could talk about this virus all damn day. I don't want to. I really want to move on from this. But the fact is, yeah, we we know that the death rate is low. 
but we don't know anything about the long-term effects because it hasn't been around for that fucking long. So I think that's what a lot of guys are thinking about now. It's like, what are the long-term effects on this? Like, what what's it going to do to me long-term? And is it fucking worth me being out there? And now they're there. People have been quarantining for months, and now all of a sudden they're fucking practicing and you know they're in locker rooms trying to be you know as distanced as possible but when it's in your face and you're like fuck there's players out here with it uh guys are getting tested positive we don't know how guys are like every single person has to follow protocol and i think they're seeing these guys up close and personal you know some of them aren't doing that shit and when you when it's right in front of your face i think it it changes your well, I 100% agree. And anyone that opts out, like Marquez just opt out after Felix and Mar- and uh, and every- someone else tested positive, and they're like, hey, I can't do it. Or they opted out after four Braves tested positive, and you, and you have to make that decision. But we can't act like we're surprised that no. players are getting it. You know, you, you if you go into camp saying, hey, if a lot of the teammates get it, I'm going to opt out, that's totally fine and reasonable. But, like, let's not be like, obviously – Guys are going to get it is what I'm trying to say. Like, that was a risk going into it. What's weird is, like, you know, like, I personally don't know anybody that's had it. Besides, like, the guys that are getting announced now from, you know, in baseball. I know some of them. But, like, in my circle, my social circle at home, I, like, don't know anybody. So, I think when you're, like, surrounded by that and you're like, oh, I really don't know anybody that's had it, whatever, whatever. Then you get face-to-face. Like I said, it's just a different – it's a different feeling, man. Yeah. And it's a little scary. Oh yeah, like we, my my, Katie found out that you know, or one of her friends found out that a friend had it and they had been in a hike. It's scary when you actually get hit with that. Like, oh shit, um, you know, we had someone else that we know that that had it and <clears throat> were like asymptomatic, asymptomatic. Yeah. So it's just crazy, but like yeah, the risk has been there from the start. I agree with that. Um. All right, let's move on to some more fun talk. I say sarcastically because the first headline I have here is that Masahiro Tanaka suffered a mild concussion after being hit in the head by a line drive, which puts it very lightly. He got smoked in the brain by a Stanton line drive. Uh, But once I rewatched the tape, Jake, the sound is bad, but the old Dale Dale Earnhardt. I was going to say. can't talk. I got you. You got it. You got it. I've got even more janky science. What's the Dale Earnhardt? What does that mean? So it's the Dale Earnhardt effect. Um, Mm -hmm. As a lot of people know, uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr. died on the racetrack in NASCAR. um, And it was, he got got hit by a car, his car turned, and he went headfirst into the wall. It didn't look like a big accident. You kind of pictured one of those NASCAR accidents where the car goes flying and it hits the ground. But it turns into a whole energy science equation because the energy has to go somewhere. So that was like a direct impact. Tanaka, the line drive comes back and it pops up his head and shoots off. So that means the baseball still had a lot of energy. If it hit his head and stopped, that means Tank just took 112 to the dome. Um, it took a big ricochet, which again, we are starting to get into some guerrilla science. I wouldn't use this in your school books. Um, but no, I do, I do think there is something to that and to the fact that like the natural reaction when you try to get your glove up is you move your head back and it kind of hit his head at that angle, shot straight up in the air. And it goes um, real high up in the air. It goes crazy high in the air, which again, looks, looks horrifying, but the energy of the baseball is still going. And I don't so, know if we're allowed to laugh at it, but the catcher, do you know the catcher was VBD? 
<clears throat> the catcher just watches the ball. Like his head just goes like, whoa. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. Yeah. Stan, uh, in the, Stan is like, oh, no. I love listening to you try to explain science. That you want more fun. science there? Was that beautiful? <laughs> anyway, that was very, very scary. If you haven't seen the video, <clears throat> it's crazy. The Yankees, Trev, did you see this? The Yankees afterwards, which is weird, but I obliged, and I'll explain why. The Yankees afterwards, Glaber and Judge came out and said, like, we think it's sick that this video is being spread on social media. You know, that was our teammate almost dying. Not good. And all this stuff. <clears throat> but, like, it was shot by Yes Network, who was covering practice yeah. live of course literally, it's gonna go out there i do agree that like that zooming out. in on him yeah. is kind of weird and stuff like that but i deleted i shared the video and i deleted it after the players came out and said they didn't want it being shared and i'll tell you why i did that i want to be on the player's good side so <laughs> People are like, here's, pan- here's pandering to the players yeah ding 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 yep. Yep. well it's funny is i you can find the video anywhere else I saw it happen, and I, you know, kind of wanted to see, like, make sure he was okay. I went on Twitter, and I noticed that you hadn't put anything out there. And I'm like, well, this is the Yankees fans' fearless leader here. So mm. I, I FaceTimed you. Yep. And I FaceTimed a little bit buzz, Jim. Mm. I don't know if it was a little bit, a lot of bit. <clears throat> no, I wasn't buzz. I don't, I don't really drink. I was just in the sun. Sun okay. drunk. Pretty sure I, think I, I had you with the one, beer. one high nooner. <laughs> Yeah, mm. it was the only thing in the cooler. But um, yeah, I don't. I mean, it's kind of strange they did say that. I guess I, I sort of understand it. Uh, but they gotta know that, like, yeah, the Yankees literally they own the Yes Network, right? Yeah, like their majority. So they time. put it yeah. out there. Whatever. It's like Sinclair. I'm glad he's Amazon. okay because that is a scary thing. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's scary, but it's also like it's scary. I'm glad he's okay. But you know, if it pushes them back two weeks, that's two starts out of twelve. So. Do you re- do you remember when I said like these simulated games aren't going to be the same because we're probably going to have guys throwing um, with screens in front of them? It's just a whole different vibe. I think teams were trying to avoid that, so like they had him out there, no screen. They're trying to simulate games as best they could. I gotta think more teams are gonna be putting. Well, they're doing sc- they're doing screens now, but it, it, no, it, it's a freak accident. And, and I think Booney's still accident. giving him the option. Given the option, yeah, it's a freak accident. So, like you know, you can't practice in bubble wrap. Like it sucks that it happened. It was terrifying, but yeah. you know, you got to get ready for the game somehow. They're doing an inter squad game tonight, so we'll see. I'm guessing they're gonna go no screen. Yeah, I know pa- Paxton pitched with an L screen the next day, but he wasn't using it properly. <laughs> he was. Yeah, that's what, that's what they do. They put it out there just kind of. Yeah. And, and, and usually the choice is when you do the live pitching, if you if they're telling you what pitch is coming, like kind they kind of go through a sequence. They're gonna have the screen out there. If you're doing live at bats where the the catcher is calling the pitches and you don't know, that's when they'll take the screen away. Uh, but some guys just feel way more comfortable with it. Um, yeah, but it definitely fucks with you. Like it's not the same. Like it doesn't feel like a real thing when you have a screen out there. It's gonna be interesting to see how many teams do that. Not not to dig up any bad memories, but did you ever get a picture? Pretty good. Did like, me hit one. Yeah, you ever uh, had a picture? I, I I did nothing like in the head or anything like that in the body. Okay. And what you were talking about with the Dale Earnhardt effect. That's when I got 
uh, hit in 2016. I actually broke a rib from a fastball. It's exactly what happened. I mean, I got smoked in the ribs with a fastball, and the ball just landed right at my feet. Yeah. I absorbed all that fucking energy, and I've never been hurt worse by a ball hitting me. All right, so Tanaka is okay. He's a beautiful man. It's going to be interesting to see for the Yankees because he came to the facility the next day, and they labeled it a mild concussion. Um, And just in recent Yankees history, Ellsbury missed some time hitting a wall, um, or he got a concussion, and then Clint Frazier had the same thing. So, uh, again, it's just it'll be an interesting storyline for the Yankees to see if, you know, everyone's concussions are differently. Oh yeah, and yeah. how how are they going to respond to it? How's Tanaka going to respond to it? I think, as of right now, he's planning on making his next throw day. But um, I, craziness! You you just he never feels know. Good. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna keep him out there. You yeah. Know, if he's just like I feel good, they're gonna go. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I have on my sheet of uh, news that I put together this morning, and this is kind of like you know uh, Zach Wheeler. I'll just say a tidbit. I don't think we have to spend time on this. Zach Wheeler is weighing his options about participating in the 2020 season. Uh, Wheeler and his wife expecting a baby in the late July. Now, this now we saw Price opt out, and Price was supposed to be the third starter for the Dodgers, but he opts out, and I understand it. I get it. I don't care. Price is a good guy. He's uh, done a lot. He's Andy. not a he's MVP, uh, Cy Young, World Series, yes. All-Star. Yes. Like, you know, he, he doesn't need this. And he's still got two years after this. I heard Price might not get his money. They don't know. Friedman was like, yeah, we don't know if he's getting paid. So he'd lose $12 million. He's making, My, I think, 64 over the next two years. Yes, but I think for this, Damn. the prorated yeah. and the 30% is like $12 million. Um, That's crazy. I don't think Price affects the Dodgers that much. They have stripling. They have guys they can plug in. If Wheeler does opt out because his wife is expecting a baby, That's Philly's huge. rotation turns into not That's good. Huge. So just yeah. from a baseball standpoint... Philly's rotation turns not good if Wheeler's not around. And we said that on our team profile and projections back in February. Like, if one of these Philly starters, top two starters go, it's not good. We yeah. said that back then, and we said that on the gambling episode. I mean, right yeah. right now, the Phillies, the Phillies rotation as listed on fan graphs is Nola, Wheeler, Arietta, Velasquez, and Eflin. And... I mean, hey, Arietta. You know, I I hope he bounces back. He's he's a friend, a friend of the program through Trevor. Haven't we haven't exchanged pleasantries as Jakes yet? Um, but you know, Arietta hasn't been the Cy Cy Young Arietta in in a couple years now. So having him in your two slot, if you end up getting a four or five Arietta, I mean, that just that's going to feed into the bullpen, which feeds into you know, if if Aaron Nola, even if he goes nuts. Uh, the other four days, you're just fighting every day in this 30-gamer. I don't think that holds up. Not for nothing. I'm pretty sure Nola tested positive, too. Nola's yeah, a he posi test? He's, he's, he's sitting out right now, yeah. Him. He's on the list. Who, who else was it? It was Didi also? Uh, I don't know. A few people. My internet's not working, so can't find out. On the fills. Well, the, the opt-outs, should we just read them? The opt-outs we, we know so far, David Price, Felix Hernandez, Eric Young Jr., Ian Desmond, uh, the Rosses, Joe and Tyson, Mike Leake, Ryan Zimmerman, Wellington Castillo, Markakis opted out this morning. Uh, all of those players have made over $40 million in their career, I think, besides Joe Ross. Probably not Wellington Castillo. If he did, that's crazy. 
Maybe he just got added recently. Or but Eric I had read Young. at one point it was like everyone besides Joe yeah. Ross. Yeah, I mean, those are definitely – there was an article written about that too, like the haves and the have-nots like that's going to determine right. if you're going to play through this, if you're not, and that's kind of like a microcosm of what's going on in the country as well. Like, you know, uh, people – like lesser-income people are more um, apt to get the virus than wealthy people because wealthy people can afford to be quarantined and – poor people need to go to work yeah i mean remember at the start of the quarantine when like again here's a stage of quarantine people forgot arnold schwarzenegger posting hot tub videos with his pet horse or whatever that was that was like a phase of the quarantine and it was like yeah arnold we would love to be quarantining in your life looks pretty tits man yeah um stages of quarantine yo how about harvard saying that all courses of instruction will be taught online for 2020 to 2021. That's the first big break for schools. Harvard. Harvard saying that. But they're keeping tuition the same exact price. Yeah. So Love that money. That's <laughs> fucked up. And, you know, not to. With an endowment we, like they have, too, that's a joke. It's a joke. The whole world can still kind of change, right? If, like, high school students don't go to college and stuff, like, we, we might still be in the tip of the iceberg. I'm, I'm excited. I think universities are effed. I love it. Good. The whole college system's fucked up. If, I anyone, totally, if anyone's going totally to college agree. right now, don't do it. Yeah. Figure out what pay, you want to do. If you want to be yeah, a doctor a or a lawyer, go to college. If you want to be like just if you don't know or go to a cheap one, do not be stuck paying college. What What, what is the term? Go wherever the hottest dudes are. That's what I did. What's the what's the uh, central what's Connecticut the stuff I pay every month? Um, student loans. Don't be stuck with student loans until you're forty, like I'm gonna be. All from one school too. Money for snacks. Money for snacks is good. Save up on that. Hitch your boat on the trailer better, so you don't make people late to work. Ben had snacks. Okay. It's a great video. Uh, the Mets are gonna go closer by committee. Cool. I, at first, it said this headline said the Mets and manager Luis Rojas might opt, and I thought that Luis Rojas <laughs> was opting out of managing the Mets, and I was gonna laugh and laugh. laugh. But no, he's just saying we're gonna go closer by committee with Edwin Diaz, Seth Lugo, Dylan Batances, and Familia. So if you're you know playing fantasy baseball, that's some info you can have, and it's probably a smart move by him. Boom. Hey, welcome to the modern day of baseball, Mets. I mean, right? very few people have closers anymore. I don't think it's smart to have a closer. That's maybe an unpopular opinion. I want to high all my best relievers. I don't want them in the ninth inning. I want them at the highest leverage part of the game. Yep. That's my take. Cleveland really kind of introduced everyone to that with Andrew Miller back in 2016. And teams had done it before, but that was the first time you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's their best dude. He's using him then. Speaking awesome. of the Indians, Trev, they're having a committee to change their name, thinking about it. Yes, long time coming. Should have should have happened a long time ago. When you change the freaking mascot because it's racist, probably should have just change the name at the same time. <laughs> like that I, doesn't make any sense. I I put a a paragraph from the article that I thought was funny. You know, they in 2014 they changed from Chief Wahoo to, or they didn't. They changed from their primary logo to just the C, right? <clears throat> Away from Chief Wahoo. Um, Two years ago, the Indians announced their intention to ditch Chief Wahoo logo beginning with the 2019 season. 
So it took them a year because they probably had stuff made and it was all out there. Last year, the team replaced Chief Wahoo on their uniforms with a guitar-themed All-Star Game patch because they were hosting the All-Star Game. They said that they're going to reveal the new symbol for the 2020 campaign. That never happened. They elected to delay that decision. So in 2020, the Indians will be one of five teams without a sleeve patch on any of the uniforms without a logo. So it turns out the Cleveland Indians marketing department is just so uncreative. Like they just have the C, which I like the C. I think it's cool and classic, but they couldn't come up with anything. Like three years. Mm. I mean, there's not a lot going on in Cleveland. I got to be honest with you. Ooh. I don't mean to offend anybody that lives in Cleveland. I just I'm just trying to think of like what we got. You think they should go back to the everyone was going spiders. That's bad. What were they before? Yeah. They were naps for nap Lejoy. They just named it after their star player. I didn't see that one. That was what they were before the Indians. Yeah, I saw a lot, lot, lot of spiders, and I saw there was another homage. Spiders. Awful. To yeah, I actually hate the spiders. The, the web kind of looked cool. I, I think you can have some fun with that. Um, a gen, a, a spider itself. Yeah, I I agree. That's horrible. The spiders. Imagine having to root for a team called the Spiders. You wouldn't want to think get... the original like Cleveland baseball team in the very early nineties. It was the Spiders. Yeah, so that's well, like where same with the Nats. Pulling it from. Um. Yeah, spider sucks. I hope they don't do that. What do you got? What do you want? I haven't looked into it. I like the red tails for the Redskins a lot. The mock-up logos are pretty cool. The history there is pretty cool. I know this is talking, mm. you know. Yeah, that was uh, – I I commented on the Redskins and their – they're going to have a discussion to find out if the Redskin is raci- racist, which is huge <laughs> by them. That's a tough name, bro. That's, that's huge by them. Um, yeah, and I, I know someone, like, and I don't know if it was a kid or who it was, but someone came in in the comments and they'd be like, well, they're like, all right, well, you better be ready for other teams like the Indians and stuff. And I was like, yeah, yep. <laughs> that's the whole game. That's everything yeah. we're I doing think, like, here. I think, like, Braves are fine, Chiefs are fine, because those are, you know, you're paying respect to their culture. If you do it the right way. Redskins is literally racist. Yeah, I know. And the- Indians was like a bullshit name that, they named him because they thought they landed in India. God. Yeah. Imagine Christopher that? Columbus is such an idiot, yeah. dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've been I've been singing that song for a long time saying Columbus Day is so stupid. If anybody ever read the real history of Christopher Columbus, you'd be like, This is how the fuck is this a national holiday? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Jake's a big Leaf Erickson fan anyway. I really so, am. It's it's I don't know, man. All right, so here are the top choices. The spiders, I think that's awful. It sounds elementary and very amateurish to me. The Naps is the second one because that's what they were before the Indians. After Nap, La Le, Le Joe, Joy, La Joy, uh, the Cleveland Fellers. After Bob Feller, that's bad. I don't that's, want to. Uh, after a player, yeah, that's weird. Cleveland Rockers, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Naps. Something. It's all right. I'd rather Spiders Ro- over Rockers. Rockies is tough. They're like, nah, I can't have that. Yeah, yeah that's too close. Cleveland Crows. Yeah. No. Blue Sox. No. No. Something yeah. I can't pronounce. The Great Lakers, no. Spiders is winning. That's what I'm saying. Cleveland Blues, I like that. Changed their whole color scheme, though. St. Louis. Cinders, I don't know what that is. Hazards, Cleveland Burning River. I think this guy's just making shit up in his article as he goes. Burning River is something in their history, because there's a beer that is made in Cleveland 
uh, that has something to do with the Burning River as well. So, mm. but that's a stupid name. Yeah. Wonder the what? the Buckeyes were the Cleveland Negro League team, but you'd have to talk to Ohio State about that. But I think they'd be fine with it. Yeah, split merch. Ohio's an oddly proud state, so I think they could figure that out. But now, could they choose? A, could state. they choose a Native American? So proud, dude. Went to an Ohio wedding and they just scream O H I O the whole dude, time. I always, maybe this is just because I'm a coastal elite over here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always thought Ohio was in the middle of the freaking country. And then you look at the map, it is not in the middle of the country. No. It's very east. I don't know why I just said that, but. It's like an eight-hour drive from here. What was the Native American tribe that's from Ohio? Hmm. Mm, The Miami. The Miami. The Miami. Because that's where Miami of Ohio. Ohio. Cleveland, Miami. That doesn't really work. The Cleveland, Miamis. (laughs) I think it was originally pronounced Miami, too, so. The Cleveland Miamis. Name it the yep. Tomes. Spiders or Buckeyes? <clears throat> I'd have a hard time rooting for a team named the Spiders. Like, let's go Spiders? It just sounds all so elementary. Do we got some, like, patrons in the chat that, like, have a name? Because we're not. We're yeah, struggling. yeah, they're going Seminoles, Fire, Frosties. Dude, mm. I, don't mean, I don't mind the Fire. Like, that's kind of... St- Cleveland Fire? Cleveland Rocks is hilarious and awesome, but I just don't think you could do it with the Rockies. Yeah, if the Rockies didn't exist, the Cleveland Rockers would be my number one. I mean, the Cleveland Rocks? Dude, you could crush a Fire logo. Okay. Isn't there a soccer team that is a Fire? I think the Chicago Chicago Fire. Fire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cleveland Fire? And that has a little bit to do with their history? Moving on to my favorite story that has come out recently, Trev. Can't wait to hear your take on this. <laughs> Nelson Cruz is losing his entourage. Mm. And apparently, and I don't know if you know this, Trev, Nelson Cruz travels with like a four-man entourage everywhere he goes. And when teams recruit him for free agency, they understand this, and it's package deal. Uh, he has one guy named Rodriguez who does everything from helping Cruz coordinate his travel and daily schedule to buying his groceries, handling his laundry, and driving him to and from the ballpark. His next guy is Esquivel, and he's his public relations manager, handles all of the media requests. Then there's Silverado, the cook, who communicates with the Twins nutritionists, and the team even had one of his recipes in their dining area. And I think there was one more, but that's the three I have in the notes here. And... Um, the staff simplifies Cruz's life to the point where, as he puts it, you only have to focus on playing the game. You say this is how he can take naps before games and feel relaxed. He's not going to have his entourage now, and people may be worried. Is Nelson going to be able to drive himself to the park, feed himself, and understand when the game starts? Were you ever teammates with Nelson? I was not. I do know him. Um, not extremely well but from all accounts you know everyone that plays with them is big nelson cruz fan i sort of don't believe this like maybe he said this publicly but i gotta believe there's gonna be people with him still doing those things like oh when you're that you I, was, I, I didn't know what part you didn't believe 
Yeah, when you're that accustomed to the routine, like I think he's probably gonna have like what, what like why would he stop having those people around? Like they're just there for him. Like why can't they just quarantine along with him? Well, there's the tiers, you know. There's tier one employees, tier two employees, all that, and they're yeah. Tier I guess zero. you're saying like traveling with them on the road and stuff. That's that would be difficult. I don't think they like go on the planes and shit like that. I mean, to my knowledge, that's definitely not happening. But uh, the know. article made it sound like they're with him all the time. I just think it was a hilarious concept. Like, oh no, Nelson doesn't have his entourage. I think a lot of people do that. Maybe not to that extent, not for people, but you know, the laundry, the chef, all that stuff. Like that's. What, but these with guys a guy are in like the clubhouse. Nelson. Yeah, I mean. I've never seen like an entourage stick around in the clubhouse all day long, which I, I I don't know if this is true or not. I guess I could just ask some people, but you know. Oh yeah. I don't really have a take on this. Like, yeah, I mean, they shouldn't oh, be in the clubhouse, yeah. but I doubt that he just like threw him to the wind. They're probably just at his house doing all the same things. I mean, I'll tell you what did happen. Nelson Cruz got a bigger fan today than me, because that's how you live, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's funny is a lot of this stuff, like, I never did any of this stuff either, but I didn't have an entourage. Like, my laundry, well, specifically, my I would do my laundry, like, easy stuff like that. But, like, dry cleaning, you bring to the field. One of the clubbies does it. You know, like, food. Like, I rarely cook for myself during the season because you're never at home to cook for yourself. Like, you maybe you make breakfast. That's it. Um, I think his took it to a, the next level. But um, I, this is like a – it's funny, but it's like kind of like a non – I think it's funny that they guess. wrote an article about it. Like we're – Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Mm. Uh, I he don't is, know, is a napper, else? though. He's a napper. I do know that. I love napper. We asked the Yankees who is the team napper. They said they didn't have one, which sucks. Yeah. So it's our biggest concern for them heading into 2020. One of the first things I would do in a clubhouse is, like, find the area that was quiet. Like, you know, a lot of places have, like, team lounges now. But those aren't quiet. Like, if you like, sometimes right. you just need some fucking space, dude. She where would you go? Yourself. Depends where I was at. Uh, I'll give you Yankee Stadium. Sure. So they have um, big, uh, a regular-sized clubhouse. They have a player's lounge. They have a nice... Uh, dining area, weight room, all that stuff, obviously. But there's one particular spot that I would go, and it was, like, where they kept all the excess, like, food and drink, and there was, like, refrigerators there. You could just go in there and and sit down and, like, not have people around you, and that Mm. was really nice. So you always try to find a place like that. Um, Target Field had a little auxiliary meeting room. And I'd go in there, I'd lock the door, and I'd shut the lights off, and I would just sit there. And then you just hope the other guys don't find your space because it'd be sometimes you'd walk in, somebody's already in there, and it would be – it wasn't – you didn't you. want that to happen. Yeah. I beat you me there. And Ricky, me and Ricky in Alaska fought over that a lot. Ooh. But some, I, I just gave it to old Rick. Some big stuck. years with the Florida Fishies, Ricky in Alaska. You guys would love him. I'd like to. What was the question? You got anything else? You're excited know. for the schedule release? I'm so excited for the schedule release. More for our lives than like actual Yankee fandom. But it's about to be a crazy 10 weeks if it happens. 
I'm excited. I really want this baseball season to happen. I really do. Like just like seeing some of these guys like show back up and get on the field is like pretty, pretty awesome to see because we've been just like starved for some sports, you know? So I am excited for it. As dumb as that may seem. What's like, I don't, we already kind of know who's playing who. It's just like what times, like what part of the season, like what the last 10 games are going to be freaking nuts. So uh, that's the schedule. That's the part I mean, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, we don't know exactly who's playing who. Like it, we, it's the jump of overanalyzing. I mean, you know, if if the Yankees open up with, you know, the Nationals, the Orioles, and the Marlins, you know, we're we're going to be saying here like, okay, we need, you know, we got to be four games over 500. I mean, it's it's over analysis. You could do a little bit of like, you know, at the same time, if let's, I'll I'll get away from my Yankees. I I don't need to be Yankee centric. Um, let's say you're, it's the Chicago Cubs and they finish with you know. St. Louis and they finish with You know the Twins and the Indians It's going to be like hey you know They they better be in a good spot before Then because yeah. because they've got Nasty games down the stretch and I guess a little bit Looking into off days and Stuff like that or just like What's different about the schedule This year yeah I mean For me I'm looking at how Many Sunday night games do the Yankees have Because we record after series ends And how many day games do they have? Because that changes our entire day over here, John Boy Media, and that stuff. But I mean, you should be looking at, you should be looking at where the the national, the interleague. You know, if I was trying to, if someone was like, "What should I be looking at?" If they're a fan sure. of the Indians, look at where the national league games are, and if they're spread out. Because in my opinion, you you don't want those cramped up. If you cramp them up, cramp them up at the beginning of the season when they're going 30-man rosters and have all of the yeah. games against your rival. Like, if I'm a Twins fan, I want to play the Indians and the White Sox at the end of the season when you have 26-man and you're in flow and you're limited, and I want all the games against the Reds and the Cubs and the Brewers at the beginning of the season when you're going through growing, grind, growing pains and figuring this out. So that that's kind of like I'm hoping – that the Yankees don't end or in the middle like a lot of the Marlins, uh, Phillies in late September. Who Who is like the best case scenario, not for actual wins, but like as a fan and for eyes to be on the sport, who's the best opponent for New York that last week? Is it like as simple as saying the Rays? Yeah, I think for the sport you want elimination and and playoff berths or you know wild card. You want teams trying their absolute hardest. But but then again, you could have the Yankees versus a National League team, and they're both on the brink. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Call, call me stupid. I still go Yankees Red Sox. I I don't know how good this Red Sox team is going to be this year, but I know when those teams lock up and something is on the line. Which guess what? The sixty game season is going to be so tight that. You know, don't be shocked if the Red Sox have a swing at a wild card in the last series. Don't be shocked if the Yankees could lose home field to the Rays. So I, I think it just comes back to traditional rivalries. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, if they end with four games with the Rays, I would guarantee the season comes down to that, which would be awesome and completely horrifying. <laughs> I watched this uh, this highlight clip that they put the Rays put out on their Twitter feed. I think it was Nick Anderson. 
Mm. He is filthy. Dirty. Like he's made my raise. Like I was feeling good about the raise, and I watched your that raise. Clip and I was like, Whoa! I love that. I did have a thought, off topic, but I think it's funny, and I think maybe we should even do a a Jakey video. Oh your, no! Viral video, Jake. That's what they call you. Yeah, viral Jake. Viral Jake. Different <laughs> reasons. Pre-COVID. I, I virus think, Jake. I, I, <laughs> Cyrus the virus. I was thinking about when these teams clinch. Yeah. What the fuck are you going to do? You're going to stand around and just look at each other. Say, good job. Just going to do a bunch you of You win Fortnite the World dances. Series. You win the World Series. Oh, what you're touching. What are these teams going to do? Touching. Yeah. We're, World Series, it's over. What are they going to do? Suspend you? I'm touching everyone at the World Series. But they Series. might be just uh, still scared for themselves. Sure. Like champagne beer showers are those? Over? It'd be really are they funny socially well, distanced champagne showers when what you get to like twenty thirty, and uh, YouTube has a compilation of like last outs from the World Series, and they're all dog piles and celebrations. And in twenty twenty, it's just them like waving to each other, just screaming yeah, at a distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, know. like that Spider Man meme where he's like pointing at the other other <laughs> yeah. Spider Man. Like What's that? Yeah, the Spider Man meme, like pointing at each other from like yeah. it's gonna be the same thing, like. What a wild, what a wild season this is going to be. And that's uh, I I think this is the positive spin and the negative spin that's looming over all this. Like, you know, the news from the past couple days and this upcoming week, in theory, should be the worst of it. Like, they should be getting through the testing kinks, and you know, guys should be opting out, and you know, they have every right to. And you know, in theory, after this week. You know, there should be a slighter, more sense of normalcy. Like, there's still going to be a couple COVIDs, uh, maybe even a couple guys that are just, like, tapping out or whatever. But in theory, this should be the worst of it. And I hope uh, – because it, it did get a little scary there. And you, you do have these moments of, like, God damn it, we can't even get the tests right. Um, I'm giving so, them an okay on that. Yeah. I mean, it's a unprecedented times. So, like, they're testing, they're testing people in a different way – than the rest of the country's testing people because they have, like, newer testing where they're just spitting. They're not doing the brain swab. So if they don't figure it out by next week, we got issues. But no, I, we got I'm, issues. I'm, I'm, I'm sure That's fair. Right yeah. I think everything's Did you hear fine. that some Angels players uh, did their own test? <laughs> I did hear that. Well, that's how they're – like, my sister went to – and she had to do it herself. She put it up her own it's nose. It's just funny to think about that. Want to play baseball so bad they spit in their own cups, taped them up, and got them ready to go. Yeah, I feel like there's so much to talk about, and I'm looking right now. We're sitting at right about an hour. I could mm. talk for three hours today about what this else game is on your chest. Just let it rip. One more. We got open tidbits. up your heart right now. Schedule. We have a voicemail episode coming up. We got a lot of good voicemails, but we're gonna. If you have more, the theme is call in and let us know a storyline on your team. That we're not aware of. Don't don't get it twisted. You guys know your team better than we know your team. Sure. So let us know what we need to be looking out for. Best dinner you've had with Ricky Nolasco. Oof. Ricky was a Ricky was a very generous, very generous guy. I think um Nice. Big app. Gosh, best <laughs> dinner. I don't know, man. Or anything else you have on your chest. You said you could go for three hours. I just thought it was mostly going to be Ricky Nolasco focused. It did seem that way. I remember. Oh, I remember Ricky when we were out. Actually, we were out in Minnesota, 
Mm. And we were at this club. He was doing the whole bottle thing. And, yep. You know, it sounds douchey, but it, when you're, oh. it's so fun. Oh, it's yeah. It's so freaking fun. So anybody that says otherwise, get out of here. Anyways, I always remember this. You know, Bill comes. It's a lot. You know, whatever it is. And I'm like, you know, I, I've made some, some coin. Let me pitch in, man. Like, you don't always have to pay for me. And he's like, look. He goes... All I want for you to do is when you're in my position is to take care of the younger guys. That's it. And took his card, put it down, paid for the night. I'll never forget it. And I always try to do that. And oh. I just love that story. It's not a great story, but I will no. remember that always. That's good on Ricky Nolasco. And I think um, I've, I've only been at one event where we went like bottles on bottles and it really was a cool feeling. It was <laughs> it was it was at a it was at a nightclub in Tulsa. We did it in Santa Barbara. But that wasn't like bottles on bottles. That was like we were nervous about the bill. Yeah. Like we were just letting it rip cuz the they were doing like bottles of champagne for 30 bucks. So we said, "All right, let's pretend to be big dick swingers for a night." And we just we had the hand signals going. You do feel cool. It is douchey, but yeah. you feel cool. It's really douchey, but I mean, it's it, it's fun. I mean, you got to do like yeah, Chicago, New York, L.A., Vegas. Those are like, man, good times. Shout good out, times, pretty Ricky. Yeah, uh, and we will be talking man. about the schedule soon. Yeah, as soon as that gets released tonight, we'll talk about that. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about in the coming yeah, days. Save We're excited. It. Save it. We'll. Have I do have a question. Have we have we sent Bill over to New Jersey to place our bets? No, but I can do it this weekend. We just I should have done it last weekend. You just need to have a computer in New Jersey. Really? And what do you just yeah. hook up to a site? It just like reads your IP when you go to it. Yeah. <laughs> I had a bunch of You can like log into what like uh like the casino website? Yeah, yeah each was. of them kind of have their own thing. I had wow. a buddy call me once to place a bet for him and I was like, I haven't talked to you in forever. What's going yeah. on? Had a hunch, man. <laughs> yeah, I got I I got set up with a. Uh, can I even say this online? Who cares? Well, you said you were going to call your agent and ask, man. What's the deal? <laughs> Allegedly, I got set up with a book. Okay. Here, um, but as I went to the prop bet section, they didn't have all the Bavada stuff. So I'm kind of. I'm gonna have to rely on somebody to do this for me. Yeah. Well, I'll be your book. We we might have yeah, we might have some gambling stuff on the horizon that everyone can sign up for. So, spoiler, spoiler, boom. All right, I think we're good. Covered everything we need to cover. We'll be back on Wednesday with a little uh, schedule. A little schedule. Trevor's tidbits. Uh, there will be probably more news before then. Whatever whatever else Trevor wanted to talk about for two hours. Yeah, thank more you guys Ricky very much. Alaska stories. Goodbye. The music's playing now. See you later. Enjoy it. BDT and BDR. <laughs>